Welcome to Ideas, Ideas While High podcast, where we share creative aha idea moments from entrepreneurs who are successfully navigating the business world and give you practical steps to help bring your great idea to life. I'm your host, Mary Latrice. Let's chop it up. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you been? I'm good. Just prepping for this summer glow. What about yourself? Oh, well, I'm doing well. And trust me, I hear that. Like, I am well overdue for a body scrub. My skin has been super sensitive lately. Really? What soap are you using? Uh, I'm using Dove. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well, listen. My mom has been using Dove on me since I was a baby. So, that's all I know. You know what? Same here. Same here. But do you know what's in it? Mm, no, I never thought to check. Go crap. That's hard to pronounce. Trust and believe. <laughs> okay. Well, what would you recommend? Have you ever heard of territory skincare? No, I haven't. Tell me more. Girl, let me put you on. It is 100% natural, zero bullshit, a.k.a. the crap that's hard to pronounce, and it's coconut oil-free. Girl, it does magic on eczema. They use products like aloe, plantain, avocado, sea moss, and even coffee for exfoliation, girl. Oh, well, all that sounds great. Basically, they're using real products that would also be safe to consume, right? Exactly, girl. No bullshit. It's a black-owned company run by this fabulous woman each product is handcrafted with sustainably sourced all natural ingredients oh okay say less i'm told um how do i purchase like what's your website it's territory.com tara slash tori.com t-e-r-r-a slash t-o-r-y dot com i'll text it to you best subscribe though so you're up to date on all their new soaps and moisturizers girl because they be selling out Oh, okay, okay, will do. Well, thank you so much. Girl, I will talk to you later. You're most welcome. Talk to you later. Today, I'm joined by Kim Waldrop, CEO and founder of Terra Tori, a hyperallergenic skincare line for everyone to enjoy. Welcome to Ideas, Kim. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So what was your first experience with plant medicine? Hmm. Plant medicine. I like that. You got that. any funny stories? <laughs> I like that. My first, okay, yes. My first, <laughs> my first experience. <laughs> it was my mom's wedding. And she was getting married to her second husband, which is my sister's father. My cousin from Florida had flew up. She was like maybe like two years older than me. I was 16 at the time. I was 16 years old. And she was like, yeah, after the reception, we going to smoke some weed. You going to try some weed for the first time. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I've always had friends that talked about it, smoked it, was always involved in it, but I just never tried it. And I was really, really scared. I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Da, da, da. They're going to find out. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, no, nothing's going to happen. And again, my friends smoked weed. So it wasn't like. It's funny that you had those misconceptions like yeah, in the back of your head, though. Right, right. Because. <laughs> yeah, that's what we think growing up. For, now, here's a backstory on that. I went to a private school, I went to a Catholic school growing up. Mm. 
we had the dare program and they would scare us half to death about yes. smoking weed it's a gateway drug to other drugs they you're gonna be a crackhead crackheads and like fiends and like it kind of like gave me this fear because of only what I was being shown. I was only being shown that. And I obviously didn't have enough. I wasn't curious enough to go out and try to do more research on my own. I was like eight or nine. Yeah. I wasn't. So now fast forward, I'm 16. And my cousin is like, do you know any people that sell weed out here? And I was like, yeah, my homeboy Cliff, he's from around the way. I could call him up real quick. And I just know that he was an avid smoker. So I'm like, he's always going to have weed on him. Every time Mm -hmm. I see him. So he came over. It was me, my cousin, and my friend Cliff. And we had to walk down the block away from my house. And it was at night. And we was on the corner. It was summertime, like June, I want to say, 2000. I don't know. I can't remember. I'll be 32 this year. I was 16. So y'all do the math. And I was smoking. And I was just like, oh, this is it? Like, (laughs) And mind you, I hadn't gotten high yet. I was just smoking. And I was just like... Okay, this is cool. Yeah, so, but me, I've never smoked before. So I'm like, really? I'm like, oh my God, this is absolutely disgusting. Like, ugh, like this is gross. And then maybe like a good 15 minutes later, we're done. We're chatting. We, we go back to the crib. Me and my, my cousin, we go back to my home. Uh-huh. And we go upstairs in my bedroom and we close the door because I didn't want my parents to find out that I was like, blazed <laughs> I was so stoned and I could not stop laughing <laughs> I was this giggly idiot and got so bad that I was just like you know I'm just like oh my gosh I can't stop laughing I'm gonna die laughing my heart, my heart is oh my god I'm just I'm gonna just die smoke like oh, this is how I'm gonna go this is but we were just cracking up uh-huh. Like, we're just having such a good time. And then we got the munchies and then we just ate a bunch of food. And I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, that was it. <laughs> and so now from that moment, that was only the first time I smoked weed. After that, I never really like experimented with it or went further with it because again, at that time, it just wasn't who I was. And it just, mm-hmm. it, it, like, I didn't really see the functionality of it at that time. Yeah. Now fast forward to my adult hood. <laughs> I have so many different uses for it, Uh but it wasn't until maybe 2018 was when I was really, now I'm lying, maybe like 2000, you see, we're in 2021, Mm. 2019, maybe like the beginning of 2017, 18 is when I really started heavily using it. Okay. All forms. So it was papers and flowers. And that was kind of it for a while. Uh And then I kind of like slowly dabbled into edibles, but edibles wasn't really like a big thing in my community and in my circle of people at the time. It was really just like blunts, Mm -hmm. papers. Yeah. They call them white boys out here, white boys. And that's really it. And then it wasn't until like, Maybe two years ago, I started electronically. I probably dabbled in a few pens here and there, but I am a avid PAX user. I barely even like inhale combustion anymore. I don't inhale butane. I don't use lighters anymore. It's strictly PAX for me at this point. 
Okay. To me, to me, it's just, I guess, um, because I am in the wellness space and I am trying to always see ways to better use things. I just want to do everything the best way I can. Uh-huh. In the healthy consumption. Way. Right. Mm-hmm. Healthy consumption for myself. And that was my healthy consumption of using it, just not using it while using combustion or butane. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, here we are definitely all about healthy consumption. A lot of my friends, even now, they weren't aware of hemp wick. And I'm like, okay, guys, if you're going to use your, you know, your bongs, Bong. like yeah. your hemp wick first, so you're not breathing in. You know, thing. it's funny when you had, when you sent me the hemp wick, I had to Google it. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, what is, why? I'm like, what is this? And so I had to Google it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I have friends that have bongs and they always have to like use their mm-hmm. life. Like, again, I never really fucked with it like that because I was just like, this doesn't seem clean to me. Mm-hmm. So now when I, when I was scrolling through the Google images, I was just like, no, this is genius. And I was like, <laughs> but I ended up giving the lighter to my friend because I was just like, again, I, I use electronic. I gave all the paraphernalia to my friend who is heavily using it. And she, we actually were smoking yesterday and she used it for the first time. The Onyx. Uh-huh. Thinks it's like so she's like girl i'm aware this around my neck like he's like i'm a dad i was just like yes so she loves it okay um, yeah she loves it and yeah thank you so no much. you're most welcome you're most you welcome okay so can you tell us your story behind territory skin brand what were you doing right before you got the idea and what did you do immediately during Okay. It's almost like a kind of like a very curvaceous, curvaceous, is that even a word? A very curvy journey. It was a lot of back and forth for me. Um, right before I started Territory, I was a tech, I was a lingerie designer. Mm-hmm. I was a technical designer in the garment industry in Manhattan. I was doing that for about six years. I went to school, got the whole full ride, did that for, in my heart, I wanted to be a designer. I want to be a fashion designer, fashion designer, fashion designer. And I actually became a fashion designer and I realized that I hated it. I hated every second of it. It was um, poor quality of life, zero work-life balance, especially being a black woman in that industry. It's Jewish and male, white male dominated. And you know that whole spiel. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, yeah. I was mistreated, that whole rigmarole. And so I said enough is enough. In between all of that, I was suffering from really bad eczema. I was using Dove. I was using Dial. I was using Bath and Body Works. I was using Victoria's Secrets. I was using Saint Laurent. I was using Louis Vuitton. Like, it doesn't matter. Chanel. I was using, it didn't matter what I was putting on my skin. It wasn't natural. And so I was going back and forth, traveling from the city, coming back to Long Island, that also drained a lot of my life and my health. I live on Long Island. It's a little bit more, uh, I should say, I want to say it's more rural, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
there's more trees and more grass and more nature. We're mm-hmm. a little bit more spread apart from each other than we are in Queens and in Manhattan and Brooklyn and all that, where mm-hmm. everybody's kind of like on top of each other. So my mm-hmm. mom had a garden and my mom had plants and she knew about herbs and she grew her own stuff, her own vegetables. I grew up in a Caribbean household where we were eating things that you, you're not really finding are you West Indian? What, what's your background? Uh, okay. Trinidadian and Jamaican. Okay. My dad's from Jamaica. I love Jamaica. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I grew up in a certain place, but then I was exposed to like this very toxic lifestyle in, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, working in that type of world where, you know, I wasn't eating during the day and I wasn't getting the proper nutrients, but then like if I'm home and I'm being surrounded by nature, it's not so loud. It was just a, big difference from where I was working and where I was living. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that my skin was highly affected by it. And so I would get tested. Also my sister, she still deals with skin issues to this day, but constantly having dermatitis, traveling to different places and noticing my skin was performing better than it was being in the city than mm. being working and constantly not taking any breaks and not getting the proper nutrients. And I realized that I said, let me go see a dermatologist about this. Let me be an adult and need <laughs> professional help. And so they took some patch tests. I realized that test after test, after test, after test, they weren't really finding anything. And then they took a deeper test. They realized I was allergic to coconut oil mm. and it's not right. And it's in a pretty much all skincare products and mm-hmm. all cleaning products and all beauty products primarily have some type of derivative of coconut oil. The problem with that is that a lot of people get this misconstrued. If I go to Trinidad or Jamaica mm-hmm. or Venezuela, or if I go to anywhere where coconut comes off the tree, I can consume that with no problem. Mm. So it's the refined it, stuff. It's the refined it's the commercialized, it's the mass-produced coconut oil in this country that is highly fucked up. And so it just doesn't agree with my skin. And it doesn't agree with a lot of people's skin. A lot of people, yeah. And, and I think what happened was that there was a short time when coconut oil was like the thing. For some strange reason, you put coconut oil everything everywhere. On your life. On your, on your hair. Life, your hair, your face. <laughs> everything and people would kind of like live and die by that idea so did I that's just what you call influence and Mm -hmm. we're doing it and so now let's go back again now 20 years ago my mom owned a soap company she knew how to make soap she owned a soap candle bath and body type of thing and she taught me how to make soap. And I, so I've always known how to make soap. I would make soap for my fans and for my friends and my family. And it wasn't until I got older and I it just stopped doing it because life gets in the way, right? Mm-hmm. But then at that time, again, my mom had so many books on like herbs and natural remedies and books on how to like preserve plants after they die and, and like how to dry flowers and like she always had interesting books about nature and how to care for nature and how to use nature for your health and I was doing a lot of searching and 
seeking of knowledge on how I can heal myself. And so I started making soap again. I started making soap again and I decided to, with the information that I had, knowing that I was allergic to coconut oil, I said, let me take some time and create a formulation that does not have coconut oil. And so at that time, it would say it's 2017, I was fed up with my job. I was tired of these people. I had the worst skin on the planet at that time. I was not eating. I wasn't working out. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was using over-the-counter items for my face, for my hair. I wasn't reading the ingredients. I wasn't eating. I was eating junk food all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I kind of just shut down from my work Mm -hmm. and I couldn't focus Still to this day, I think I was like under like a depression that I wasn't sure Mm. that I was under because I just completely, you know, something that I worked so hard on for over 10 years, I kind of just like completely detached myself from. And I said, something's not right. Mm. I need to get my life. I need to do something about how I'm feeling. I don't feel healthy. Did you feel a shift in like your energy when you would travel from home to work like immediately or was it? It was no, not even. No, it wasn't even. As soon as I woke up from to start my day, automatically I got nauseous. Uh, Okay. I just got this. I was just like, I fucking hate what I'm doing right now. Mm. I fucking hate people that I work with. I fucking hate the people that I work for. I fucking hate commuting. I hate having to deal with people. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, it was becoming too much. Mm -hmm. The emails and the deadlines and not doing anything that was actually fulfilling. So November of 2017, I had asked my mom, I said, look, and it was just like a thought. I was like, how do you feel about me bringing up, you know, her old soap business? I was like, how do you feel about me? Like, bringing that back to life just as a hobby just something to do just let me see something real quick you know what I mean okay and my mom was like sure whatever you want to do and literally like two weeks later I got fired from my job because I just I wasn't performing at all I stopped giving a fuck I was coming into work late I was leaving early. I just stopped caring. Now, mind you, I'm going from somebody who did 12 hours days, no overtime, because I just wanted to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Being told that your bare minimum isn't acceptable anymore, or not even that your bare minimum, but to me, I didn't think 12 hours a day was bare minimum. But me coming in at the time that I was scheduled to come in and me leaving at the time I was supposed to leave was no longer acceptable. Wow. Yet, Yet I would come in all the time early and leave late. Nobody acknowledged that. When I realized that I just disconnected, I, I, they said, you know what? Sign the papers. Here you go. Just sign the papers and be on your way, Kimberly. And I said, okay, <laughs> no problem. Two weeks later, I started territory. So that would be, I don't necessarily like to say that it was like, 2017 because officially territory was official um in 2018 but off the record it started november 2017 when you started it did you go into it with uh oh this is just something for fun still or did you say okay no let me shift my mindset to say this is going to be my full-time business Um, over time you know at the time it was just a way to make money until I found whatever I was doing next. Mm-hmm. 
And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Three years yeah. later, full time. Wow. Um, now, now, don't get me wrong. I love what I do, but I just didn't know that I loved it until I didn't know that I loved it then. You know, um, uh-huh. territory didn't look like what it looks like now when it started. Obviously, right there is mm-hmm. definitely growth. There is a brand story. There's more structure to it now. Uh-huh. But before it was very small. It was just me making soap and telling my friends and family about it and like, hey, I'm doing this. And, you know, that felt good knowing that I could do something and it could help people. But there were a lot of anxieties along with it because I was just like, yo, I haven't made soap in almost damn near 20 years. Like for real, for real. And here I am making test batches. So... I have a little bit of money left and right now all I could do is make some cool shit and sell it. Uh-huh. And if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Maybe I, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I really had the support of my mom, honestly, you know, don't ever feel a lot of people don't have support. Mm-hmm. My parents and I was very very fortunate and blessed and still fortunate and blessed to still be able to run my business from home with the support of my mother don't get me wrong I pay rent this <laughs> yes she free no more because she sees where the territory is going she's like uh-uh you won't have to start you know what I'm saying but in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning for maybe like a year I had like a little part-time job something that was a strenuous because I still wanted territory to be my forefront mm-hmm. you know I still want to lean in on that but I of course you need capital so I worked and I didn't care for pick, taking out a loan and I didn't care for asking people for money because it was kind of like a thing that I believed in and I didn't care if anybody else didn't believe in it mm-hmm. I was so cra- I was so insanely like focused on what I was doing I was just like fuck it I'm gonna get a job and I'll fund this for now and however slow it takes to grow it'll grow and Again, here we are. Okay, so the name. How did you settle on the name in the design? Like the, the soap design and the logo, it, it's so unique. How did you? I get that question a lot. Um, territory. So terra means earth. Yes. Territory is your body, your space, your surroundings, the places that you dwell, your property. I am in my territory. Everything that is in my territory is me, is mine. And so I have to create that and create an experience for myself that will protect and heal and keep me in the best space possible. And so Tara, I use a lot of plant, I use nothing but plant-based items, even the twine or the rope that holds the soap, that hangs the soap is made from jute, which is also a plant, a fiber, and it's everything that is made from territory can be put back into earth. It does not harm the earth and it heals you and your space and your body. Territory. So that was the first one you came up with. You ran with it. You didn't have any other yep. like guys here yep. in my top three. Yep. I <laughs> That's good. I, honestly, I prayed for it. That's awesome. I didn't really worry about the name too much because I was so focused on the formulation. Honestly, even if it was Kimberly Waldrop Soap Company, it didn't <laughs> fucking matter to me because the product was gone. I wanted to make sure that the product was so good that it could stand on its own. It didn't need me. It's you perfect. Know what I'm yeah, so, it's perfect. 
the logo. And so the cube, was that your original? Oh, so, so, all right. So sorry, but I forgot that okay. part of the question. So the shape of the soap, you know, I started out making bars. Okay. I started out making long bars and I would cut them up and I did that. And I realized that this is not sustainable for me. It was a special to me after a while, you know, and I also wanted to make a product that I didn't have to cut. Mm-hmm. So I did some research and um, and I was just doing heavy research. And I feel like the cube is kind of just like perfect because the mold that I use, it's better to use and there's less of a step in there for me to do because again everything I do on my own so the shape really came from me being lazy and not wanting to cut the soap anymore honestly because perfect. I, I, I can't wait for my because, here <laughs> because I could cut the soap to be in the shape of a cube but then that would just be more work and so I'm just trying to cut down the work and the time mm-hmm. other than the formulation I don't cut corners but that is probably the only corner that I cut. However, I added a string to it. So I kind of added more work for myself. Either uh-huh. way, either way, I'm very happy with it and I yes. don't changing it. So yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's perfect. It's unique and it's shout outs to the copycats. Shout out to the copycats out there. Mm, often imitated, never duplicated. Okay. <laughs> very unique. Absolutely. So do you plan to incorporate, getting back to plant medicine, any plant medicine into future ingredients? So hands down, hemp seed had to be in my formulation. It's a fatty omega. It is an antioxidant. And why the hell wouldn't you want that? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you want to use that every single day? I consume cannabis. I eat it. I drink it. I smoke it. And I shower with it. It's done magical things for so many people's skin all over the world. Yes, some people actually do have a hemp seed allergy. However, that's just not my customer. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, moving on. So it plays a huge part in um, the conditioning qualities of my soap. And yeah. So has your background in your industry, the lingerie industry, shaped your brand in any way, shape or form? Absolutely. Um, I created a lot of tech packs. And so that involves heavy illustrator, heavy Photoshop, heavy lighthouse, heavy Lightroom, um, heavy, like a lot of design, creative cloud. Mm. Uh, I have all that experience, Um, you know, digital create a digital content I created back at work. And so I kind of like translated that into what I do now, Um, creating line sheets for my customers. I know how to, you know, that is like a piece of work that I can do in no time. Press kits. I designed my own press kits, emails, (laughs) knowing how to talk to people via email, knowing how to be professional, knowing how to schedule your time, knowing time management, understanding deadlines and kind of like, However, it's different because it's different when you're working for yourself. You kind of have to know your limits and know, have that discipline, instill that discipline in yourself to say, okay, Kim, you have to do this work or else you won't get paid rather than somebody else telling me that if I don't do this work, I won't get paid. 
So there's a different dialogue that you have to have with yourself mm. and there's a, a different promise you have to have yourself and discipline that you have to have with yourself that I did not have because I didn't, ha- I, you know, I didn't have a monkey on my back. Now I have to be the monkey on my own back, mm-hmm. you know, keeping up with inventory, reordering things, making sure that like my packaging, making sure that all my shipments are on time, like all of that scheduling, all of that follow-up work. Definitely. Yeah. That's uh, so you wear all the hats right now when it comes to your business. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. So you had this quote about growth. Growth is uncomfortable because you've never been here before. It's so funny because <laughs> moments of your Okay. So that's I'll be honest with you, that's not my quote. Okay. I'll be so honest with you now, because for the record, that was not my quote. It was just something I mean, like, I've heard it before it's said differently. Yeah. Um, I mean it's important. It, so, it is very important, yes. <laughs> It's actually something that I'm, I'm kind of like kind of in the beginning journey of right now. I want to move. I want to move the company and that shit is scary. It's we welcome scary. you. Don't be scared. We're here. We got you out here. In and, I <laughs> and it's so crazy because all my friends out here are like, no, don't go to Georgia. What are you going to do with Georgia? I'm like, I'm trying to grow my business. Man. Yes. But um, I'm in a scary place where it's like, you know, this would be my first time moving out on my own and taking my business with me and, you know, starting a whole new journey and trying to get my finances and get together and trying to build a team out there. And and it really is showing me a lot about myself that I did not, you know, think or did not even experience, didn't even know about myself before. I'm a poor leader. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have a hard time delegating. I'm still emotionally attached. So I'm right now. And and again, I highly recommend everybody, whether you black, white, yellow, orange, whatever, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work for someone, see a therapist. Please see a therapist and smoke some weed. Smoke some weed, (laughs) see a therapist. Because it's the only, like, it's really what's getting me to take that leap that I need to take. Mm-hmm. I'm giving myself two years, but people are like, no, you can do it now. Just leave now. Just go no. move now. I'm just like, you, like, no, it just doesn't work like that. But yeah. it's just like, is it, am I saying no because I'm afraid? Yes. Am I saying, wait, I don't know, because I'm afraid? Absolutely. I am terrified. I am so afraid. But I think it's because I also feel unprepared. Mm. And so preparation kind of like kills that. And so I'm giving myself, you know, a lot of people think I could do a lot sooner, but I'm giving myself two years. You know, some people might think two years is too long. No, whatever is for you is for you. You are on your path. Very much. You're all. Thank you very much. (laughs) Absolutely. I understand that. that. Preach Mm -hmm. that. Preach that because people don't understand they don't get it until they in it themselves. So Mm -hmm. um, it's a really interesting space that I'm in. So yeah, I'm very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's like a good uncomfortable. Exciting, uncomfortable. You know, it's exciting terrifying at the same time. It's just like, I'm fucking scared, bro. I'm so (laughs) fucking scared because I worked so fucking hard. Mm -hmm. I worked so hard and I play hard. And I treat myself. But then when it's time to go in, I'm head first. Mm-hmm. And I'm not all in everything I do. 
So for me, it's like if I move and I'm on my own and shit hit the fan and I don't know what to do. Nah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, it's like these are the things. And so I'm working on changing that perspective. I'm working on saying, nah, you, you are going to kill shit. You yep. are going to expand. You are going to do great. What's you for you is not going to pass you ever. What is for you What's will for me you. will be for me, period. Exactly. Period. So, yeah, that's where and I the am. The universe is always working in your favor. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I hope, you know, and, I, and I'm like, I want to believe that. And it's like, I have to be high. I have to be high uh-huh. so that I can get out of my head sometimes. You yep. know, because we, mm-hmm. we, and also delete social media every now and then. I take like, hard deep breaks Mm -hmm. because social media will have you (laughs) social media will get you all the way fucked up yes yes you got to be in there with tunnel vision just stay in your path don't look to the left or right as a tool and nothing more nothing less that's it and Mm -hmm. so a lot of people fall victim to that I have also fall victim to that but we picking it up and we making it work for us so a thousand percent. Yeah, that trip to Costa Rica looked. I was trying to get out there and then they were Girl. like, you might not be able to come back. So I had to cancel my <laughs> reservation to Costa Rica. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, see, that's another. I'm so fearless with stuff like that. But it's like with my own personal shit. Well, the place I was staying at, they couldn't confirm whether I would be able to get a test to get back in the States. I was like, unless you can give me some type of confirmation because that's the rule now you can't get back into the u.s without a covid test it started january 27th i believe really yes (laughs) yes wow yeah mexico it is for me now but i will get out to costa rica (laughs) i wanted to go so bad you know and it's like i'm not trying to i'm not i'm really not here for the instagram travel Thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many other places that are so much more interesting, so right. much more interesting than Tulum. I'm tired of fucking yes. Tulum. Yes. Tired. I'm tired of Tulum. Yes. I'm tired of it. But, but it's crazy. The only reason now is like that's one of the only places you can easily get in and get out of right now without having the jump. You know, but I'm learning, I'm learning that a lot of us need to stay the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. Stay home and deal with you. We're trying to escape from reality. Mm. We're trying to escape from what's happening in front of us. And mm. I'm trying my best to create a harmony and harmonizing space around me at home so that I don't want to feel like I got to get up and go. Mm-hmm. I want to create a space up here. I want to escape in my mind because I feel like we are chasing something to escape from. And when we when we get there, we're like, ah, oh, this is nice, but we also gotta go back home. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't taking care of ourselves mentally, we're always gonna be searching for something to soothe us or to try to heal us, other than within ourselves. Absolutely. And cannabis helps me do that. Mm. So as a creative, do you find that you're able to be more creative when you are able to consume a little bit? A thousand percent. Fucking percent. Hell yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have their opinions about it. Oh, you know, you, you talking all that self 
spiritual sh- bullshit, but yet you have to consume uh, cannabis in order to create a, a healthy space in your mind. But it's just like, it's yeah. of God. What do you mean? It's, it's a plant. Hey, it's, it's, what it's, about? What it is. That's what it is. And, and the people that can't get with it, oh, well, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm still going to work on myself. And it's funny because I don't consume cannabis every single day. I don't think anyone does unless unless you literally are in a place that is like absolutely terrible every single day. You just can't get out. And that's the only thing you have to escape that. I get that. But I don't use it every day and I don't need to use it every day. Mm. But when I do use it, oh, it's a whole experience. And it, it takes me to a different place where it's like, you know, it takes me to a different place and it helps me understand others better. Helps me understand myself better. It helps me have better conversations because it's like, I'm not so in my head. In fact, I should probably be smoking weed right now. Having this, you know what I'm saying? Having this conversation uh-huh. with you. But, you know, obviously, you know, time was of the essence. And That's all good. Cool. You want to go ahead and, and grab no, but, um, It's all good. Um, and that was going to bring me to my other question. How has your consumption evolved? Um, do you have any rituals since you're very intentional at this point when you're consuming? rituals Mm -hmm. I kind of just smoke it when I feel like it but I guess I guess you can say I do have a ritual when I am working I like to consume because it again it gets it makes me fearless even if it's an edible even if I have you know take an edible or whatever I have it puts me in this I'm not thinking about anything else anybody else but what I'm doing I'm like laser focused Mm -hmm. And the best work comes out of me. Absolutely. And so I would never. All right. No, I totally am there with you on that one. Because there's just some things I'm just like, why can't I get this done? Well, like, what is subconsciously holding me back? As soon as I smoke, I'm like, and it's like your best work. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you doing to keep your spirits or your vibes high these days? I know, you, you, you know, you just you had your vacation. Is that what you like to do to travel? Just to kind of reset, recharge. I do do like to travel, but I I like to travel because I'm a curious person. Mm -hmm. I know that there's more out there. Mm. And so I want to see that. I want to learn about other foods. I want to learn about other cultures. I want to see what the hype is about the people in California. And so Mm. I'll go to California and I'll talk to people and I'll experience that. And I just want to understand different cultures travel is to me a way of educating myself and opening up a dialogue with other people that are not like me and trying to understand that there are other places that you can live and be happy in. Mm-hmm. you can live a more holistic life it doesn't have to be in new york it doesn't have to be in california it doesn't have to be in you know what i'm saying it doesn't have I would to, love to live in bali for like a year <laughs> i would you love to. That's but, like, oh but it's like the simple thought of just like going to bali in a less curious person's mind is just like well, what the fuck why would you want to move to bali what are you going to do out there where are you going to live how are you going to eat but it's just like well if i go and i love it i might not ever want to fucking come back you know yeah. what i'm saying Mm-hmm. And so also, I think I know I realize that I don't need so many things to soothe me or to make me happy. Mm. So I'm learning that being in New York, some people just never want to leave New York. Some people don't 
have never traveled outside of New York and they don't know what the rest of the world looks like. So it's like, they need the convenience of New York girls. They can't fucking live or they can't function or they need to know that there's somebody living directly next to them or else they won't be able to survive or Mm -hmm. they need to know that they could just hop on a train to get to where they're going. They're dependent on the convenience and it's just like so much more virtues in life that you can learn Mm -hmm. by being stranded by being in nature dwelling in nature by having to start your own fire from scratch or by having to have to like collect wood for that fire or Mm -hmm. knowing that you can't always have a clock or a battery operated device or or the internet you don't need the internet okay (laughs) yeah for sure and there's so much that I've even during Corona, when everybody was locked down and everybody was like fucking losing their minds. And I think a lot of other people have to mm-hmm. so much about ourselves. Absolutely. And, you, know, you know, I realized that I don't need so much. I like things, but yeah. I don't need them. And yeah. I don't need much to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so even I could just be happy just by sitting in a room with absolutely nothing for like an hour or two, just in my own head, just enjoying my own time in my own space. And I can literally do that anywhere on the planet. Mm, so that groundedness. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's why I travel because it's like wherever I am, as long as I'm good up here mm-hmm. and I'm learning and I'm expanding and I'm experiencing and I'm absorbing and I'm projecting and I'm, going with the ebb and flow of life. Yes. That's why I travel. (laughs) That's why I travel. I love it. I love it. So when did you realize you were walking in your purpose with territory? When people were telling me that I've changed their skin or their, my soap has saved their life or when their skin has improved and that they don't know their, their kids' skin is healing and they're sending me before and afters and mm. they're emailing me personally. Kimberly, I love your soap. My f- whole family loves it. Man, that joint is sold and out. <laughs> there's anything else. And it's just like, that's how I know. I'm like, okay, this is it. Because, uh-huh. because I enjoy doing it. And you're changing people's lives, literally. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, I enjoy doing it. I'm helping people. This is something that's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. That's how I know. Mm-hmm. Once it's it's bigger than me now. Mm-hmm. It's not about me anymore. It's about helping people. And that's how I knew I was walking in my purpose. Absolutely. So has your vision and mission changed since you started the company or has it foundationally kind of been? Um, I keep the same foundation, but I'm adding more to it. I'm realizing that it isn't just what you eat and working out and reading the labels. It's having the mindset to do those things. Mm-hmm. And when the mindset isn't there, everything starts up here. Thoughts become things. I'm going to remind everybody thoughts become things. Oh, absolutely. And if you're visually consuming the wrong things, you will eventually be eating the wrong things you'll be doing the wrong things or you just won't be doing the right things. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I know, I know people just don't 
want to purposely hurt themselves, but sometimes they just don't know any better mm-hmm. because, they're, because they're not placed that in front of them. And I think social media has a huge, 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 huge um, part in playing in that. Um, I think it plays in the fact that we are emotional creatures and that the rational part is what's lacking. And so my message is that, yes, we are a all natural. I can confidently say, fuck what the FDA has to say, but I can confidently say my product is 100% natural. 100%. No bullshit. No bullshit, guys. No bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and um, when the human connects with nature, only good and or bad can come from it. There's no in-between. Nature is, for me, an absolute thing. It can survive without us. Mm. Literally. We need nature. Nature does not need us. Mm-hmm. And so that is why... I always say consume as much nature as you can, but also put good back into it. That is why my product is plastic. That's why everything I do is plastic-free, biodegradable. It's all natural. I do not use any harmful chemicals because not only are we using it on our skin, but it's going back into the earth one way or another. And the only way to pay homage to the thing that's healing you is to give back to it. That is a message that I, I am trying to put out and just continuously using nature to heal people in the purest form that I can. We shower every day. I mean, I can't force people to take their vitamins every day, but they're going to want to shower as often as I can. And I can give them a little bit of nature that they're probably not getting on a daily basis, a little bit of nature every single day. And even they could see the difference mm-hmm. in just what a little bit of nature can do. That's how I know nature and like human and nature together, just the regular basic human, no electronics, no, just a human, humans just being engulfed in nature. Mm -hmm. Only good and bad can come of it. I just want to give the good of it. Does that answer the question? It does. It does a thousand percent. One is one of your most popular products. Because everything about sold out right now, but what's most popular? <laughs> popular CMOS. My CMOS soap is probably the most popular right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Popular aloe detox is one of my best sellers. Okay, um, good. I was able to get that one because I was literally clicking through every one. Like one of these got to be oh, <laughs> not sold out. And that's the one I got. Detox. So well, aloe detox was what I first like introduced everyone to with the, with the soap on the road. Okay. And so since then, I've been running it and I always, people always buy it. It's kind of like your starter pack. It's like your starter pack. You never never tried territory, you get the aloe cube. And that, it's going to kind of pop your territory cherry after that. And then once you use that and you're going to be like, okay, I can fuck with this. After that, when I come out with something new, then it's going to be like, nah, I got to try this. I got to try this. this." (laughs) It's just an upward spiral from there. But my heavy hitters are CMOS, Carrot, which I'm coming back out with. The people that hear this, when my audience hear this, they're going to fucking freak out. And... Yeah, that carrot and turmeric. I was like, man, I... Okay. 
notification on. I was like, did I miss the email? Because I know I signed up for this. I was like, did I miss it? (laughs) You didn't miss it yet. Because I've been experiencing some really fucked up delays and orders and stuff, I am... We're looking at a really, really, really delayed release, unfortunately. Mm. I was supposed to release for Valentine's Day, but that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Mm. I do not want to say when it will. I never do. I keep it that way because I don't want to promise anybody. And I have almost damn near 12,000 people that I have to explain to Mm. all the time. And I I just can't do that. So I'll just keep it safe. And when I release... Yeah, everyone will get an email. Yeah, everybody will be ready. So I'm just like trying to prep right now, so that when all my supplies do come in, I could just kind of get the ball going and and Mm -hmm. um letting letting people know that they can pre order. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Any advice you would give to your younger self? How younger? Any range. It could be yesterday, okay? (laughs) Because technically, but yeah, whatever range. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's gonna be all right. Mm. it's gonna be okay yeah it's gonna be all right don't get so caught up in the limelight of things and people stay grounded always go back to the thing that inspired you if you ever feel lost or if you ever feel drained or just uninspired just always go back to the thing that inspired you in the beginning it's gonna be all right absolutely I love that I mean as simple as it is it's like at the end of the day I'm sorry it's not like some grand no no it's it it makes perfect sense I used to do it a lot of anxiety and I'm like for what reason though it was projected stuff that never came to fruition and so everything's gonna be all right and you know at the the end of the day so you don't need to stress I get it no for sure what do you want your legacy to be that I created a brand that didn't give a fuck about the norm, that went against the grain, that I was someone that stayed true. Again, I didn't veer off and, and try to be like everybody else and be trendy. Mm-hmm. You know, I never want to be, I hate trends. A brand that was true to the beginning and to the end. It's um, very authentic. Mm-hmm. Very authentic. I never want my product to be altered in any way to suit the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I want my legacy to be. That 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 I stayed true to what I believed in, and and that um, I just want you know that I helped people and that the shit worked and that <laughs> you know and that. If there, if territory dies down, you will never find another product like that again because it, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very unique. And when I go to the website, like the vibe that I get is very from start to finish. It's like of the earth, the actual soap and all the ingredients that you're using, very holistic and overall, you know, can just be incorporated to your wellness journey for sure. Is there anything new and exciting? You want us to know about the new release? I'm bringing back some oldies that people love, and I'm coming out with some new stuff. I am because I'm so connected to mental health 
I am going to be doing a collaboration with an organization that supports therapies for black women. Yeah. That's it for right now. Um, a friend of mine and I are working on some candles to come out with shortly for the mm-hmm. home, just to help people create a better and more relaxing space around them. And, mm-hmm. you know, while everybody's locked down in the house and, so you can have your escape here mentally yeah, and not have to right, right. You don't have to, you don't right have to go here. to Tulum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't have to go to Tulum. You can stay right here. I've not been there. <laughs> I don't plan on going either. Um, and uh, I mean, I have some stuff in the making, but I don't want to say it because I don't really subscribe, know. Subscribe, guys. Subscribe. Yeah, just subscribe. <laughs> just go ahead just and subscribe. subscribe. Click the button. Just do it. I don't spam email i don't send a bunch of fucking emails and fill up people's inboxes uh-huh. i just don't have the time to do it and if people want to know what's up you'll look for the email mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll look for it and yeah so how can everyone reach you everyone can reach me via email or please do not dm me at territory hit me up on the email at territory skincare at gmail.com one word or Hit me up. Yeah, email. That's it. That's it. Just email me. Y'all can follow me on territory, T-E-R-R-A underscore T-O-R-Y. Feel free to like and comment. But as far as DMs, we are going to just, just send me an email. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it in this wonderful conversation. Thank you, Mary. I'm glad you were able to like hold out on me for a little bit longer because this weather out here in New York is not. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity to share these inspirational stories with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please support, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Also share it with anyone you think could use a dose of inspiration. Last but not least, please follow me on social media. You can find me at high on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay high, stay creative, people. was canceled. Listen, I know being a stoner in 2020 has been interesting to say the least with this pandemic, but the Chillstone by JTT Accessories is here to help. The Chillstone is a premium hand-blown glass joint holder and one hitter too. It's reusable, easy to clean, hypoallergenic, and a natural filter. But most importantly, it's sanitary. Simply insert your joint for a snug fit and enjoy. It fits standard cigarettes, joints, blunts, with or without filters. Get yourself a chillstone today at jttip.com or check them out on Instagram at jttaccessories. 
And 2020, let's pass joints, not germs, with the Chillstone. The Last Prisoner Project is a nonprofit coalition of cannabis industry leaders, executives, and artists dedicated to bringing restorative justice to the cannabis industry. We here at Hideas wholeheartedly support their values and believe that anyone profiting from the legal cannabis industry has a moral imperative to work towards restorative justice. No one, I repeat, no one should be in jail suffering from the war on drugs which disproportionately impacts communities of color. Want to get involved? Here are some ways. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletter, volunteer, donate, or join the letter writing program. Please find links to their page in the show notes.